Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Call Me Crazy. Um, today, I always say we have a special guest, but like I'm really excited you're yeah. here and it's your birthday, so I feel even more like excited and privileged to have you here. Um, today we have O'Shane. Um, just a little bit of background on O'Shane. I feel like I met you at such a like interesting time in your life where you were just this little... I don't even know, like this little baby photographer and like all this greatness was about to happen. I didn't even realize. Um, but yeah, if you want to introduce yourself. Uh, hey, everyone. It's uh, your boy, O'Shane Howard. Um, thank you so much, B, for having me on your show. And uh, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Um, so, yeah, I... So Shane's a professional photographer, mm-hmm. which is so crazy to say. I love. Um, he's amazing. You guys have probably seen his work um, through so many, I feel like, platforms now. Like everywhere I'm looking, I'm like, oh, my God, look at him. He's yeah. doing great. Um, probably one of my favorite things you've done was the, um, I forget the exact name, but it was the campaign with the African, like, basketball. Oh, um, jump ball. The jump ball. Yeah, that was with the... Uh... Sunday school, a collaboration. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty dope. I love that. That was so good. Um, so in terms of our topic for this week, um, as being a creative and seeing a lot of people around me, especially our generation, like mm-hmm. we have this like entrepreneur like drive. Like it's so easy, easy, quote unquote, easy mm-hmm. to want to dive into being our self-sufficient like boss and all that but there's so much that people don't see behind the scenes and so many trials and tribulations um that happen I just want to know like what has been your experience like behind the scenes that people don't necessarily like we kind of just see the like highlight reel you know um and I know that especially that transition phase from like working which is kind of where I am like working to support yourself but still wanting to balance your craft like Mm -hmm. understanding that so I just want to start from like the beginning like what made you feel like this was it like I don't want that nine to five like I want to be my own boss and how was that experience for you um to be honest when I when I first uh quit my job and then just knowing that after this day I don't have a structure is like when you're in school, um, all your life you have a structure. When to wake up, recess, lunch, home. Yeah. Right? And same thing with work, nine to five, mm-hmm. lunch, done work, do what you gotta mm-hmm. do after work. But now when you don't have that structure anymore, you have to build it for yourself. Mm. It, it kind of it kind of feels weird. I felt super off balance. Mm-hmm. It's it was kind of like, okay, well, today's Monday. I legit have to plan out for Tuesday Mm -hmm. and Wednesday and Thursday and just really look at what I'm trying to accomplish, what are my goals are, Mm -hmm. um, and really dive deep on what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And you really don't know what that looks like until you actually just go in. And then once you're in, it's like, okay, well, next time I don't want to do this. Let me try doing this. Let me try structuring it this way. Mm -hmm. It's, It's more so trial and error. I wouldn't really say there's like a proper formula yeah yeah damn because I feel like it's so I actually watch a lot of videos on like content creators like deciding to like take that leap and all that and structure is a big thing Mm -hmm. um they'll be like every Monday's like that's when I like 
make sure I have my meeting with my team or a recap for the Mm -hmm. week. And like, they literally have like every day is that one thing, Mm -hmm. but self-discipline is something that's so important. And it's not necessarily something you can teach. It's something you have to build through consistency and like Mm -hmm. almost just character of yourself. Yeah. Um, And I think that's what kind of sorts people out being successful and like doing that um so what's like a big misconception you think people have of you or just in general of like photographers or even just creatives in the city who've like Mm -hmm. dived into that field and like I feel like often people just think oh like you just got here you know like what's the behind the scenes the behind the scenes is trying to get people to hire you yeah um making people or convincing people, hey, Mm. I'm that right guy or I'm that right girl for the job. Mm. Um, People think it's about just taking beautiful quality pictures. And it's not about that. Now, as a photographer, uh, you have to look at it from a standpoint, okay, yeah, I can produce beautiful photos, but can you come up with solutions? Mm. Um, Like you can have a brand, uh, whereas maybe they're like a handbag company and they're looking for someone that can produce photos for them, but they're having a hard time with their sales. Mm. What can you as a photographer bring to the table besides just bring high resolution photos? Can you actually come up with like a marketing strategy? It's like, Hey, mm. well, we can shoot like a campaign, 30 images, but what's the rollout going to be? What's the brand message? What's the story? Damn. Which niche are you guys trying to tap into, mm-hmm. right? Can you bring that to the table as a photographer? Because we have people that are taking photos mm-hmm. off of iPhones now. And iPhones can take photos almost as almost beautiful. Almost anyone could be a photographer, right? yeah. But an iPhone can't tell you how to sell something, Ooh. right? So it's just like, That's you have to come super from gem. that standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely have that, like, business mindset of how you approach things and I think that's like an asset within itself mm. that you bring to the table because like you said there is so many photographers like quote-unquote photographers but it's what sets you apart I think yeah. that's the big thing in any type of industry like what sets you apart and I'm always thinking that I think you might have said this like honestly Oshina's told me so many gems in the year <laughs> that like I don't even know if I'm repeating them or if it's just something you've told me yeah. um so it's what sets you apart you know mm. um so I'm constantly thinking like what is gonna make me different what is gonna m- motivate people to want to invest in me that they can't invest in someone else yeah so I think that's like huge um yeah, that's actually such a good point. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay, well, <laughs> gems, let's keep it moving. Um, yeah, so what has been like a big obstacle mentally for you in terms of being a creative in this space mm-hmm. or even just in Toronto? I know Toronto has an interesting creative environment. Yeah, I would definitely say money. Mm. I think want to create but is one to make money from creating yeah that's uh, the obstacle. so yeah so for, for me when I started it's like okay getting paid here and there but mm-hmm. now it's like how do I keep this consistency of money mm-hmm. coming in I don't have a bi-weekly paycheck coming in mm-hmm. anymore right so I had to I had to learn how to build structure around my finances that's like the most important <laughs> thing yes right and we're not taught that at all I know like having two separate accounts, one for business and one for personal Mm. stuff like that. Right. Mm. I'm writing off your taxes when you buy stuff for your business. I was about to say that taxes. Like what my, my girl was, I did a shoot with her and she's like, I think she bought stuff or she, she went to the studio. She's like, Oh my gosh, I need 
to put this on my taxes. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Totally, you should. Exactly. And I have to learn all these stuff on my own. And when I figured it out, I'm just like, man, I wish there was more of a conversation yeah. around this. Like, I don't really, I'm at a point in my life, I don't care about learning how to use the pen tool on Photoshop, mm. right? Teach me something that is going to help me scale my business. Mm. I also think we need to have more conversations as, as, as like business people, as mm. opposed to being artists. Cause you have to be a business person mm. first and an artist second. That is so true. Cause there's so many creatives. Toronto is actually such a, has such a wealth of creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, the environment, I don't know if you can relate, but I feel like is a little different than some other places. It's very, it's very saturated, but it's also very competitive in yeah. a sense. Like no one wants to really put others on, mm-hmm. at least what I've experienced. Like, um, not always, but in, in a lot of cases, a lot of people don't want to put each other on because it's a small city, right? Like yeah. everyone knows everyone where you stay within your clique. Um, but yeah, just really understanding like the finances and stuff and learning from that, I think. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Yeah, I'm still learning that myself. Like, I don't got it all yeah. figured out now, but I would definitely say uh, having a community yes. of other creatives that are yes. doing better than you, have more knowledge than you, really sets the tone on how you're going to make the next steps in your mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. I can definitely say I have some OGs in my circle that have definitely gave me some phenomenal knowledge on how to go about doing stuff as an artist, but also as like a business person. So, yeah, I'm oh my goodness. Yes, that. the business mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually, oh, I, this is, I'm like, I'm like, okay, where's my pen and paper? <laughs> Let me write this down because I need to do this after this episode. Um, but honestly, that's so spot on. I think the idea of like everyone can be a creative, there's so much creativity happening um, and keeping people who are doing better than you. That's something you did teach me mm-hmm. always around you. So you're always learning is so important. Um, yeah. Do you find that? Um, well, at least I do starting out like that you're, that you not necessarily feel discouraged, but it's hard to get into creativity because it's so out there. Like you open your phone, everyone's freaking creative. Everyone's so artistic. Everyone has a business. Like, can it be intimidating or can you find yourself comparing to like, what has been your mindset when it comes to that? Like, how do you avoid that? Cause Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes that I'm like, damn, like there's so many freaking podcasts there's so many wellness like groups like you know mm-hmm. and it gets discouraging so how do you approach that mentally um for me i would catch myself sometimes but like how is this person getting these gigs and their work is not as good as mine i think this all the time and then i came to realize i'm just like it's not the fact of what they're producing it's the fact that they have the relationships but, yeah right you you would rather put on your friend in a random any yeah. day and that's just really what it is at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. that's establishing um, good, authentic relationships mm-hmm. with people within brands I want to work with. And it's really just making it authentic and not forceful. Um, just following up, seeing mm-hmm. how they're doing. And it's realizing at the end of the day behind every business are real people that have real emotions. Yeah. And I think when you come from that standpoint, as mm-hmm. opposed to just being super business, business, business all the time, mm-hmm. Just get to know them, get to mm. whoever it's, if it's the brand manager, someone that's like the digital marker, whoever, mm-hmm. um, get to know them on a personal level mm. where they feel comfortable with. And you can establish something from there. And mm. hey, O'Shane, or hey, B, we have this mm-hmm. gig coming up. I feel like you'd be the right fit, wherever it is, right? Oh, that's, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I always say like my old job, I used to work for Nike in the mall Mm -hmm. and that was the best networking job I've ever had in my entire life. I met so many amazing content creators and like amazing, like just people and humans, especially women, because it was a woman's boutique. Mm -hmm. So many boss, like women that now I'm like, I always think back, I'm like, how did I meet these girls? I'm like, damn, it was just because I was just complimenting them on their shoes. And then we just vibed off of that. And then it became like, oh, you have a business? I'm doing this. And we kind of just created a friendship from there. Mm -hmm. Um, Networking's huge. Yeah. It's so big. Um, It's also, I find it hard um, because a lot of the times when I go to events in Toronto, it's the same people over and over again. So I'm trying to find like Mm -hmm. different spaces, but that's just me because I'm a homebody. Like I need to put myself (laughs) out there. (laughs) You're laughing I know. <laughs> you know it's true i'm like can we just all meet like i don't know at my house yeah. <laughs> like, let's not work at my crib yeah. um but i def i remember there was this one of i always use this as an example you took me to it was that um the creator class it might have been the creative class they don't do that anymore do they no they still creative class is still there but really? they don't they, they haven't had like as much events that as opposed to like before so cool like i literally mm. tell people about it all the time it's like our exhibit and then in the back there's mario kart yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. pizza and then it turned to a dance party i'm like yo where are these events at <laughs> <laughs> need to hit up O'Shea. like yeah. like does that still happen yeah it still happens oh um, my gosh but I'm living under freaking patrick stars rock i'm in a place where i try to dodge events because yeah. i just like how you said you always see the same people mm-hmm. i'm not trying to have like a reunion I see, I see you last week and then I see you this week. Hey, how's it going? Well, it's the same thing from last week. <laughs> it's the same thing from last week. So, so true. I, I try to put myself in spaces where there's older people. Yeah. Maybe people in their like late 30s, yes. 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. like network up. Yeah. You know? In different places. Mm-hmm. I saw you started traveling and stuff. I think that's one of the best things I've done like mentally, but also just in terms of meeting people. Like mm-hmm. I can get up and go to New York. No problem now. I met and like made relationships and connections there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even for you, like I'm so excited that you're traveling and doing these things. Yeah, like, I remember at the, there was a point in time I wasn't traveling at all. Yeah. You're just like, yo, Shane. It's going to change yeah. your life. <laughs> and now you're catching more flights than me. Like it's so good. I'm so hyped. Like yeah. you're going to love it. It makes a difference because when you, when you network with people outside of this, where we live, like Canada, mm-hmm. and you know people within like LA, New mm-hmm. York or wherever, it, it it really puts you in a different mindset where it's like, I don't want Canadian money anymore. I want like American dollars. I want that American money. You know, you, you want all yeah. types of dollars and it just makes it easier when you travel places, you know, mm-hmm. certain people that can like connect with other people, bring you different yeah. spaces and whatnot. Yeah. So don't mm-hmm. cap yourself. Yeah. yeah. And there's such a big audience too. Um, that transition from Canadian market to American market, even just in like in terms of inspiration mm-hmm. i find it so different when i meet creatives from a different part of the world um even when i go to france like it's such a different vibe too um so you constantly are learning and meeting new people yeah um so there's this term in psychology called the imposter syndrome i don't know if you've heard of it mm. it basically means that um you feel like your success isn't really yours like it's an inferior thing like you don't feel like you feel it was like by accident or someone or the world's gonna realize like this is not who this person really is like Mm. I don't know how to explain it but for instance like I'm a great like 
author, mm-hmm. someone's going to realize like she's not really a great author. And it's all in your head, really and truly, because if you've done the work, obviously the work speaks for itself. Yeah. But you are your biggest critic is basically what it's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, it sometimes stops you from either putting out work or putting your or putting um, I guess, or having those networking events because you were constantly scared that people are going to see that negative voice that you have behind um, constantly putting yourself down. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you navigate that? Because I feel like that's, I'm my biggest obstacle. Yeah. I don't know if you are. But... Um, For me, all right. There was a point in time I didn't want to like shoot anything. Mm. That was just in a space where mm. like I'm over this. I don't know if I want to do photography anymore. That was just all up in my feelings. And I guess that was because I didn't have an identity as an artist. Mm. Then I feel like once you find that sweet spot Mm. as an artist, um, that's when things really start flowing. And for me, I found my sweet spot, which is like commercial, editorial, Mm -hmm. and shooting product. But even going deeper than that, what kind of stories can you Mm. tell, right? So for me... um, I want to tell like Christian stories, mm-hmm. right? And that's something I've been trying to do since um, summer of 2019. Okay. But I got some stuff cooking. So the vision, the vision was always been there, but I just mm. didn't know how to plan it out. So for me, I would definitely say that's currently mm. my sweet spot. Just telling stories that are coming from like that space. I love that. Kind of like um, fear of God. Mm. he tells stories from that space because he grew up as a Christian yeah. or like Pierre Moss yeah. he's always telling black stories within his brand I love right? that oh. and that's their sweet spot yeah and that comes from their own journeys mm. as men and learning themselves and going through their own demons and all that so yeah. you can't really get to that sweet spot if you're not there yet either mm-hmm. um, that's dope I really like that. And you can see that in artists when you're like oh that's like an O'Shane type of picture yeah that's yeah. your like that's a good like once yeah. once you reach that space, yeah. it's like that's B because B focuses on specifically yeah. on that that's type of storytelling her. and like that's just her, yeah. right? People are like, yo, that's such a you thing, or that that looks like something you would do. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I wanna know what that means. I'm still trying to figure it out. But like I note those things when people say, Oh, this reminds me of you, or this is something that um looks like you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what does that mean? So I've been kind of that's a good yeah. thing that hit that sweet spot. Um, So what do you think is a common mistake um, a lot of individuals, like up-and-coming entrepreneurs, or even people in Mm -hmm. the industry make um, in general? Try to be everything Mm. when when you can't be everything. Mm. Um, Like, find out what that thing is that you really like and what you're really good at and just stick to that. You you can't be a master of everything. You're going to end up being a master of none. It's like <laughs> trying to build 10 houses at the same time. Mm. Focus on building that one house. And I also had to learn that as an artist myself where, yeah, I like photography, but what type of photography? Mm. There's, there's real estate. There's food. There's product. There's commercial. Mm. There's shooting weddings, shooting babies. Yeah. Like there's so many different variations of mm. being a photographer and also being a videographer. So it's mm. just like, Focus on three things, whether mm-hmm. you like shooting beauty, okay, shoot beauty. Mm-hmm. Do you like shooting product? Okay, shoot product. And do you like shooting editorial stuff? Yeah. Right? Now, focus on those three things. So now you're known for mm-hmm. doing those three things. Um, I just find that as artists, when you try to, like, 
be all, do all. Mm-hmm. You're not becoming a professional in yeah. being in that one specific yeah. thing. A master of your craft because yeah. you're trying to master everything. And I see it all the time with like photographers mm-hmm. or designers or whatever. It's just like I don't understand you because you're one minute you're shooting this. And then next minute you're doing that mm. and this and that. It's it's super confusing, mm-hmm. especially as a client. And this guy mm-hmm. that I was watching on YouTube, he made a very valid point. He's just like, some of you artists are trying to be Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that. You guys are trying to be Walmart. Like, don't be Walmart. Don't try to sell everything. I love like, that. That's so funny. Yeah. That's a great point. I think, Yeah. Because Walmart only sells things because they're cheap on price. And mediocre. They're not the best. Exactly, right? So that's why they're crying. Their price point is their selling point. <laughs> you don't want to be that artist where your price point is your selling point. Yeah. Because you do everything. Yeah. Versus like, I'd rather hire a professional head, headshot photographer mm-hmm. because he's, he's specifically mm-hmm. specialized in shooting headshots. Yeah. Right? And you're going to get that quality. You get what you pay for kind exactly. of thing. That's so true. And don't be Walmart. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, so I've been realizing a lot in terms of like my mental health and stuff, my creativity, my outlet, like mm-hmm. just even this podcast and focusing so much on like doing all this creative aspect has like saved me so much like mentally um, through times that like I just wasn't feeling well. I was like, okay, like for forget it. Like, I'm just gonna, you know, dive into this project. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I know sometimes that can be bad because it's like, you're avoiding situations, but at the same time, it's really helped me. Like even just figure myself out, like this podcast has been healing. Cause I hear other people's experiences and it in a way heals my own because I see myself in so many people. Mm-hmm. Like I'll never invite someone that I don't see a part of myself in where mm-hmm. I don't want to learn from, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's almost selfish, but like I do, like I think everyone has like a selfish connection to yeah. their art, right? Um, would you say that you have that relationship with your art or do you feel like it creates more stress for you? I would say that would create more stress for yeah. me in a sense. Yeah. Um, as opposed to finding something selfish within my art. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for me, when I create something, right now I'm in a place where I'm creating things because I like it, mm-hmm. but also because there's a message behind mm-hmm. that I want other people to mm-hmm. see as well that they can relate to. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there's something that isn't created yet mm-hmm. that people are looking for, mm-hmm. or maybe there's an artist that wants to create it, but they don't know how to go about it. So sometimes... Um, I want to be that force where it's like, hey, if I can do it, you can do it yeah. type of thing. Um, and maybe there's someone I can do better Christian projects than me when I release my projects, right? But just a matter, the matter of the fact is that I did it and maybe someone else can do it and it creates like mm. a domino effect. Yeah. Um, That's so yeah. true. I don't think there's anything I have like an ulterior motive or selfishness. No. Yeah. I'm okay. I guess I do. <laughs> it helps me. Like no. it really, like there's days I draw on my like topics because that's how I'm literally feeling that mm-hmm. day. And it just helps me. But I think that's fine though, because if, if there's a topic that you're, you, you want to talk about because we're going based on your yeah. feet, how you're feeling and there's someone that specializes in that topic mm-hmm. or they have more experience in mm-hmm. it, it gives you confirmation as well. Right. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. I feel like if it's, if it's your platform, you should be able to also learn mm-hmm. from the people that you're having on mm-hmm. it as well. Right. That's so true. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's kind of in a 
reverse sense, um, a lot of our inspiration should come from ourself and from our life, you know, because it's more authentic and genuine. Like, I'm not going to go and create an experience or a piece of art based off of someone's experience so kind of like you like you feel so drawn to like your religion and expressing that and having Mm -hmm. people love it just as much as you love it yeah so i guess in that sense it it's the same thing like but not if that makes sense yeah no you know yeah i know what you're trying to say (laughs) okay cool um something else i was gonna say i always lose my train of thought when i do these things because i have adhd and my mind goes everywhere no it's all good but um i guess What's a good piece of advice you would say to someone who wants to take that leap and like eventually be self-sufficient mm-hmm. and not have that nine to five, but make money off what they're creating? Mm-hmm. Um, my advice would be save up, save okay. up a lot of money mm-hmm. before you make that extra step. Okay. Um, also still have what you want to do as a side hustle and see if you can make more money doing your side hustle mm-hmm. than from your nine to five. Mm-hmm. And once you've reached that point where, okay, I'm making more money from my side hustle mm-hmm. and you feel like you're confident enough to leave your job, um, then by all means make that step. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a photographer, you shoot video, you're, de- you're a graphic designer, it doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, this as long as you know you have clients that are secured, that you know you can get a monthly retainer on or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. then you should be fine. Um, also coming from a photography standpoint as well, shoot everything. Because mm-hmm. when you when you first pick up that camera, you don't know what you like, right? That's true. So shoot everything, go crazy, mm-hmm. go wild, yeah. be free, and then eventually it'll be like, mm, I don't like shooting weddings. Mm. Mm, I don't like shooting food. <laughs> mm, yeah, I like I like shooting shoes. Yeah. I like that. I like this. Don't like that. You and know. See what you're good at. Yeah. Too. See what you're good at. Mm-hmm. And um, don't don't be the, don't be your worst enemy. I know that can happen a lot. Start my freaking life. Yeah. Be, being an artist. <laughs> But um yeah, just just take your time yeah. and uh just, just let nature take its course. No, that's so spot on. I think I kinda went through that when you first met me. I was doing YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And like I really wanted to do the YouTube thing, but it just wasn't translating. Like it was such a struggle where this just like flows for me. Mm-hmm. And I had to find what outlet flowed for me. Um and I felt at first like, oh am I like a failure because I'm gonna keep I keep switching, like people aren't gonna keep up with this. They're gonna be like she keeps switching her platform. But I just had to find what worked for me and mm-hmm. what came more naturally and uh, aligned with the brand and the message I wanted to present. Mm-hmm. So um, you even just saying the type of photography and the message you want to present um, has to align with each other. Mm-hmm. So that makes a lot of sense. And I think, I don't know if you told me this, you probably did, but <laughs> let's just say you did. Um, I think starting is better than perfection. Yeah. Like you have to start um, and start putting stuff out because it'll never get better if you don't like start you know Mm -hmm. what I mean you can always try and make it perfect but it you have to start somewhere like it if anything it's better that it's trash at the beginning because you want to see that growth and that progress exactly um you know your day one's definitely not going to be a representation of your day 100 Mm -hmm. um but you it's better to put stuff out people all the time ask me like oh like how did you do your, like, how did, why did you start your podcast or how did you start? I'm like, I literally just started. Like it took me a lot. Like it was all in my head and I just mm-hmm. started and I had to figure out like 
as I was doing it, I started to figure it out, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what I needed to figure out till I did it. Cause you have this illusion of like, I need all this equipment. I need this amount of money. Like I need to have this concept. I need the name. I need the logo. No, like I'm mm-hmm. still trying to figure out my logo and I'm yeah. on season two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think knowing that it's a constant work in progress and eventually you'll kind of create this like little baby thing that you love and that grew with you that wasn't perfect from jump Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure you told me that once i feel like maybe i don't know (laughs) i don't know man i feel like a lot of people a lot of people can relate to that and the fact that you're being transparent is is a is a good thing because at the same time there's a lot of people that feel the same way as well Mm -hmm. just like you're saying you still haven't figured out your logo but Mm -hmm. that's fine and the reason why you have listeners is because you're being authentic authentic Mm -hmm. and and being real and i think that's what a lot of people nowadays want yeah um that's what a lot of brands are navigating to now like yeah not everything is super like retouched high high key lighting and whatnot people want to be able to relate to yeah. the brand and relate to the people that are actually wearing the stuff. Mm. They want to see themselves in that campaign, right? Yes. And and I and I guess for your podcast, people want to see themselves through you, through your voice, right? Mm. Um, that's why your podcast is called Call Me Crazy, yeah, right? Because everyone's crazy. You're right. And if you say you're not crazy, you're the craziest of them all. Like, listen. So I'm happy that you you found your voice on Thank on you. this podcast. I remember when you did start your YouTube channel. <laughs> right i remember i remember and it was and it was good right it but was. going back of what you're saying you didn't feel like the message was coming across mm-hmm. the same way mm-hmm. so that's why i i love podcasting it's kind of mm-hmm. like you don't see me but you can hear me type yes. of feel and it feels more like a conversation yeah. whereas like when you're doing a video it's like okay the lighting good mm-hmm. is my face glowing like, are my curls popping yeah, do i even oh, feel like yeah. being in front of a camera today yeah like, you know it's too much where today like i could come in in a bun and like sweats and i won't care because i know the content's there you know mm-hmm. it's people aren't gonna it's crazy because the videos i'd make about my curly hair would get way more views than things i would talk about mm-hmm. like that mattered to me yeah and I, was like, I don't like there's so many curly hair videos like mine it's not that like yeah. what am i bringing to this world like mm-hmm. it's not another curly hair video and no offense to anyone who's doing that it's just that's not me you yeah. know so it wasn't my passion so i'm like let me take that equation out like the visual aspect like even on the call me crazy instagram i have no pictures of me like you won't know who i am yeah unless you go and click um it's not about it's not about me it's about voices about experiences Mm. i actually heard this podcast um they do interviews but it's all anonymous Mm. and i think that's such a dope concept because they talk about experiences like really tough experiences and now it removes like the whole idea of who this person is Mm -hmm. it's just their voice and their experience like you don't know their you don't know their race unless they state it Mm -hmm. you don't know what they look like uh you don't know their age like it's just such a dope concept because mm-hmm. it removes that whole visual aspect that I think our generation society's kind of turned into just focusing so much on. And now we're like, oh, my God, everyone's too perfect. So now we got to go back and create more real human connections, yeah. which is coming into like not being so over like edited on pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that, too. Yeah. So like. Facetune. <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on Facetune? Uh, honestly, man, everybody trying to impress people that they've never met. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody trying to impress people they're never gonna meet, mm. and it's just like we're becoming we're becoming like this era where mm-hmm. everyone's so into themselves because you get that that self gratitude from like yeah that self like use the word I want to use mm-hmm. I don't validation. know yeah validation from from people and, yeah. it, and it doesn't really matter it's very dangerous actually yeah like I was ha- actually having a a conversation with a couple of my friends i'm just like now when i see people post mm-hmm. like on their stories or on their feed i see beyond just the post i see the fact that you've never posted without a filter yeah it, it, it's actually like scary you, yeah. there's people that will not post a selfie Ever. without a filter and it's it's just super That's scary that we've came to this point where know. people don't feel comfortable like with showing their their true self, really really yeah, who they really are. Oof, that's heavy. Yeah, it's. What are your thoughts on that? I'm sure you've probably <laughs> thought about this. Yeah. I think about it all day, every day. I have such a love hate relationship with Instagram, mm-hmm. social media in general, especially being a creative and mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. I think it's such a great tool to have because you can literally market yourself, brand yourself, create a resume. Mm-hmm at the palm of your hands. Like you can run a business off of your phone. I think yeah. that's so dope. Um, I love that aspect, but I hate what it does to us mentally as an individual. Like mm-hmm. I even personally, like sometimes have to like take a break from it because it creates this false, like ideal that we internalize and other people internalize of expectations mm-hmm. of not even just how you look, but what you should have like financially how you should feel all the time, um, who you should be with, you know, um, where you should go, like all these expectations. Mm -hmm. And and like, you constantly feel like you're not like you're selling yourself short. You're not there yet. And it's like, you're already hard enough on yourself. You don't need the whole world to tell you that. Um, when you're comparing yourself, kind of like what we were saying about, um, other creatives, like, I'll be like, damn, like, you know, I'm pretty consistent. I think I have something to say, but then these girls will have like, thousands or hundreds of thousands oh, of yeah. followers mm-hmm. off of like aspects like you know yeah. like filtered pictures with just their their ass and it's like what are they even bringing to the world you know and it gets me angry i'm like oh listen to what i have to say i want to heal you guys <laughs> make you better yeah um so i i think it's how you use it mm-hmm. um and i think social media platforms should find ways to it's but see that's like it should be our responsibility how we use it, but there should be more like, I guess, filters or ways to navigate it in a healthy way. Like I love the mute option. I think oh, that's super I important. Use and abuse I abuse that. it. Yeah. It's such an important option. Play like, no game. He <laughs> <laughs> does not play with the mute option. Listen, if you haven't gotten a like from Shane the Boss, probably because you're <laughs> muted. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. And I think that's so important. Um, like, even just like the other day, I have this app where you can check who unfollows you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was giving me anxiety because I was like, why is this person unfollowing me? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, why does it matter? matter. Yeah. Like, why does it matter? Mm-hmm. Um, so I deleted that. Like, it's just why. My like, boy, um, my boy Tristan, he always says, that's because I follow you, unfollow you on social media doesn't mean I unfollow you in real life. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe like you're a phenomenal person, mm-hmm. but your content's crap. It's toxic. Like, yeah. I don't care to see it. Yeah. But when I see you, we vibe out like yeah. crazy. Yeah. You know? It's who you choose to 
portray on social media because mm-hmm. not everyone's the same. Yeah. Actually, most people aren't the same. Yeah. So you choose who you want to be, and that's not what makes the right choice. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Um, damn. So do you have any other little gems you want to say before we wrap up about just being a creative mm-hmm. in space or challenges you've had mentally or tips you would give or anything of that sort? Um... You don't have to, by the way. Yeah. I feel like I'm putting pressure on No, nah, it's all good. I like pressure. It's cool. Yeah. Um, I would honestly, outside of like being an artist, being a business person, mm-hmm. all that stuff, just enjoy life. Yeah. Just, I love that. Yeah, just enjoy life. I feel like we're at a time where there's a lot of death happening oh, yeah. since the year started. And um, it's, it's, it's kind of heavy. It is. And I think a lot of people now are realizing that just because you leave your house doesn't mean you're guaranteed to come back home. Yeah. And I'm kind of, I don't want to say happy, but I'm going to say happy in mm-hmm. a sense where people are being more aware that, hey, maybe... I should be more self-aware with what I say to people, mm. how I treat people. Mm-hmm. You don't know what people are going through. Yeah. Um, Huge. You, yeah, you, you really don't know what people are going through. Maybe I should take better care of my health, yeah. take it a lot more seriously. Um, mental health. Yeah. All, all these conversations. Yeah. Um, it's just sad that sometimes you got to go through the pain in order to realize certain things. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm I'm just happy to see more of these conversations yeah. um, being brought up, and um, and just people just realizing, hey, like we're all gonna die one day. Yeah, that's the the reality of what it is. Yeah. Um, some of us will die peacefully, and mm-hmm. some of us will die horribly, mm-hmm. and we don't know what our death looks like. Yeah. Uh, what just the fact that we get to wake up. Mm-hmm. Every single day to see a new morning is yeah. is a blessing and yes. just be thankful for that. I know. Gratitude is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, even scientifically, it's shown that like people who live life more more with gratitude tend to um, offset or tend to do better when it comes to mental health illnesses. Like it's mm-hmm. a big factor. Um, it's really all perspective when it comes to life. And yeah. Yeah. Like this, you know, this year, I was going to say, it's only been only almost two months. Yeah. Um, I felt super heavy. January felt so heavy. And then February, I was like, all right. And then damn, like hit us again. Yeah. Um, I think just navigating with gratitude, being kind, like, like you said, you never know what people are going through. I think that's the biggest thing Like you really don't know. You re- like people always like when I tell them like yeah sorry I'm going through stuff they're like but you don't look sad on Instagram mm-hmm. I'm like listen don't let me flip this table right now yeah. you know what I mean so it it really just comes down to just being self aware and moving with gratitude and mm-hmm. knowing people are just human end of the day yeah um and it kind of upsets me too that people forget that celebrities are human I know. They're suffering a lot. I think, if anything, they suffer even more because yeah. you dehumanize them. Like, even when Kobe passed away, um, people are saying he was, like, a god or a god. or Yeah. And it's, mm. it's kind of like he is human. The only difference between us and Kobe is that Kobe did a lot of things that people weren't willing to do. Mm-hmm. If you actually think about it, like, the only difference between... Even the other person is that they put in more time and more work ethic mm-hmm. 
to do what they're doing consistently yeah and being and being consistent and just being hungry yeah right yeah and you i feel like we we can't be a kobe or be a michael jordan but mm-hmm. we can be someone like like them but our own version yeah. in a different implement, space yeah implement right? that type of mentality mm-hmm. it really comes to menta- like the mind is the most powerful thing mm-hmm. the most powerful thing like you could be built like lebron but if you don't have that discipline like useless yeah you're freaking tall and big for nothing mm-hmm. you know useless so i think your mind is really everything yeah um so before we wrap up um i usually do small joys because sometimes topics can get heavy you know yeah. kind of got a little dark <laughs> so what's something that's brought you happiness this week or something you want to shout out or anything small that's brought you joy or you're grateful for mm, i'm just grateful for my friends and my family Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And another year of life. Yeah, another year of life. It's Oshie's birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. How Thank old are you now? I'm 28. I know. We've grown. I know. 28's a great, a great year. It's um, I don't know. Ugh, I'm gonna off topic. It's part of Saturn's return. You'll look, you'll be like, okay, she's talking about her spirituality <laughs> stuff. I'm logging out at this point. <laughs> I'll ask you after. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you about it. It's interesting. Um I'm trying to think what my I always ask people and I always forget to think of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, my small joy, hmm, I think has been I like warm bath. Like I've been just really realizing like how important like warm <laughs> showers and that feeling after yeah. a shower feels yeah. so good. Um, especially because I'm going I went back to like working full time mm-hmm. and like been on my feet a lot. Um, my body's been hurting going to the gym and stuff, so like mm-hmm. just feeling that, and it's been helping with my sleep. So, oh yeah, and sleep. Oh my god, sleep's been major good. key, major major key. So mm-hmm. those are the two things. Um, but yeah, family and friends, yeah. literally biggest blessings ever. Um, do you have any events, projects coming up that you want to shout out before we um, go? Any events or projects? No events currently at the moment. Um, I do have some projects Ooh. that I'm currently working on. I won't name them, but okay. they're Christian-based projects. I will say that a lot this. of time, effort, thoughts has been gone yeah. into these projects. Oh. So something I'm looking forward to. And um, yeah, that's that's basically it. Uh, where can they find you? They can they find me at O'Shane Howard on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. All right. Well, I'll put it in the description, but that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> um, thank you again for coming thank you on for your birthday. Me. And sorry I didn't read the email properly. I literally, yeah, he weird. literally said it's my birthday. And I said, <laughs> yeah, so can you come for 1.30? <laughs> wow. It's all Talk about selective reading. Um, I appreciate it. I always appreciate your gems. And thank yeah. you. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye.